Welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Welcome back, everybody, to the School of Last podcast, <laughs> where today we're going to talk about song titles that could easily describe your average open mic. And I've got my guitar here. That's about as good as I play. <laughs> oh, I can do this, though. Ooh, guitar tricks. Guitar tricks that you hear in Guitar Center every day. Look, man, no stairway. Yeah. So uh, we thought we'd have a little fun today. We've all probably hit an open mic. I know some of you guys are still thinking about it and haven't got out there yet, but we've got some fun song titles, and I'm I'm encouraging you guys, after you hear this podcast, to send me some ones that we obviously missed because we all have different open mic experiences. If you're brand new to the podcast, uh, an open mic is where comedians go to try out new material. Uh, Not always the case. Sometimes they go in there and do material they know, and sometimes you know headliners are coming in there they got a night off and they're just kind of killing some time and, yeah. and hanging out but typically i like to think of an open mic as a gym like where you go to work at work some stuff out work it out you yeah. keep your comedy muscles in shape if you've been off between shows for a few days or a couple of weeks or whatever it might be but it's primarily for me like a laboratory slash gym where i try some new stuff right, out sure so in there you'll see a mix of like i said established comedians local comics and almost every night there's somebody trying comedy out for the very first time and so for each of those people, me. it's kind of cool. It really is. Yeah. Like, where else do you go? You might go to, like, a, a restaurant and see somebody shadowing the waiter or waitress. Yeah, right. And it's their first night. Yeah. And you're usually extra nice to that person. Right, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You see what's going down. At an open mic, not always the case. It's yeah. like it could be, like, blood in the water and here come the sharks, <laughs> you know. So uh, these titles of songs uh, span many decades, but a lot of them, uh, at least one way or the other, reminded me of different open mic nights I've been Situations, with. yeah. Uh, Ga- Gavin Miller is our producer. He's sitting across the table from me. Gavin is a, <laughs> an aspiring comedian with just a few times under his belt at open yeah, mic. So definitely. he can definitely relate to some of these as well. So we're going to start off with just uh, the way it is, all right? Uh, Nirvana had this great song, Come As You Are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way an open mic is. Nobody is really getting dressed up. Yeah. Nobody is trying to be extra flashy. So if you've never been to open mic and you're thinking about hitting one, uh, just go as you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show up who you are. Look look the part of maybe, uh, I guess you don't, you don't even know about things yet when you go for the first time about your stage persona and all those kinds of things. So uh, just a quick couple of tidbits of information. If you're going to do a really smart act on stage, you might want to dress smart. Right. If you're going to do an act about being broke, don't wear your best Sunday clothes. Yeah. You know, so look the part, come as you are. But you don't need to, like, dress up like you're doing your first HBO special or something. Don't need to do that. Don't try to go off the deep end or people will read it. Because the other people that are in the audience at the open mics are all other comedians. And so they're going to be like arms folded when they <laughs> right well you know for example like in nashville people say how do you tell the tourists in nashville they're the ones wearing the cowboy hats yeah 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 nobody yeah. in nashville wears a cowboy hat. right you know a lot of them wear boots but not a lot of hats <laughs> so don't feel like you've got to go over and above and beyond when you go to an open mic for the first time but also don't dress so distracting they don't listen to your material right yeah like you don't have to wear bright 
pants and stripes oh, and God. Robin Williams suspenders no. and a crazy hat. You don't need to bring props your first time or any of that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, just go in and do your thing. But you see a lot of uh, – there was a guy here in Nashville that pretty much – I don't know. If, I never knew if he was actually homeless or not, <laughs> but he appeared that way. Yeah. Every time he got on stage, yeah, and uh, didn't say anything to make you think he wasn't, right? Yeah, but also never confirmed or denied. You know, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing. But yeah, come as you are. That was one of the first things I thought of when I was putting together the show. Uh, just get in there and do it. Yeah, just go up and figure out if you're funny without all the other stuff, and then you can add it later when you're doing your small shows and stuff. But yeah, everybody who comes to the open mics here, I mean, they're all pretty casual mm-hmm. and. They're not dressed up for anything specific. I mean, it's you know. funny. Like, there's there may not be a style now that is dominant in the stand up culture. When I started, there was there was you, you had your bright new tennis shoes on. It was kind of the yeah, Seinfeld, the Seinfeld look. look. Yeah, tight jeans Work for whatever for reason. Let's do it. Yeah, a goofy shirt underneath a nice sports coat the with the sleeves the, yeah. slid up. Oh, God. Yeah, that was like, like that was like the Miami uniform. Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was either that or like you dressed like Robin Williams. And yeah. That, that was kind of like everybody did that. Everybody, yeah. Now it's so casual and across the board, I don't think there's a dominant yeah. style. But come as you are, do your own thing and have some fun with it. Yeah. Uh, and you'll notice that definitely when you hit these open <laughs> mics. Um, I think I have two for like beginners. Yeah. And I'm just going to skip over the first one really quick. Uh, the Carpenters, we've only just begun. <laughs> I just want you to think about how sad that song sounds like. Yeah, there's optimism, but there's a lot of sadness. <laughs> we've only just begun. It's, yeah. it's like you can't walk in there that timid. It's more like Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, it is survival yes. of the fittest. Yes, have you felt that? It's, it's it's the only thing I feel. I feel the it is Welcome to the Jungle with the added depression of it's probably not going to go well <laughs> because because you've only just started and it should be a jungle when you just start because you're probably not going to be great at it don't know your way around you don't know your way there's lions and you that's i guess maybe the feeling of the welcome to the jungle it's like you're sitting there in the club waiting for your time and you're seeing all these other people like looking at you and there's like they're sizing you up yeah and it's like you feel like somebody could pounce or (laughs) somebody from the stage is going to call you out and not many of those things are going to happen really but in your mind they are yeah it's not the kind gentle uh let me show you the world uh simba yeah is it mustafa is the good <laughs> yes. one or bad one whatever yeah. they, they, you know this all this yeah. will be yours one day <laughs> as far as you can see yeah it's more like watch your back somebody might just chew your head off yes yeah 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 and i don't want it to sound like it's super aggressive but it is like if i went to an open mic in a town i've never been to before i would feel that way walking into any totally. dark dark room where it's like okay they're looking at me like, who's this dude? And I'm right. like, that guy. And the crowd, as we've talked about before, you know, they, they sort of have seen each other. They know each other a little bit better. And when you're the new person, just like any, just like going to a new school or something, you got to meet the people, figure it out, get, you know, talk to them. And then when you get up, it'll be much more comfortable. Yeah, like the local crowd of comics. Right? Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. the audience. The audience no. hasn't hang out, hung out before. I don't like the audience. <laughs> you don't even know they're there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, they're usually not by the end of your set. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, that this is man true. can clear I've, I've rumbled, rambled on for 12 minutes about something and they've left. You look up like, oh, okay. Yeah, you had three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard last, too. There's nobody in there. Yeah, it's definitely like a jungle-like theme. You know, uh, I'm just thinking about the creatures of the jungle and the dangers of the jungle. There's a lot of... Uh, there's, you know, as a new comic, there is a lot of like little traps you can get into that you're not aware of. Yeah, and maybe the other thing I noticed 
and maybe I get distracted too by it, is the sounds. Like the sounds of the jungle. There's those same exact sounds. There's like little things happen in the room that throw you off. Little, you know, people laughing weird. Definitely a weird laugh in a room will throw you off. And it, it's it's so strange to hear those new sounds you've never heard before. Yeah, there's the, the hiss of the snake. Yeah. There's the groan <laughs> of the, the hippo as it trudges yeah, across sure. the muddy tundra. Uh, you've got definitely... I mean, the hyenas, you're hoping for hyenas in there, some yeah, laughter going on. Somewhere. But I will say the back of the room comics are like hyenas that are laughing when it's not working. Yeah. And they're like, ha, 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 yeah. look at this guy. It's he doesn't know time. what he's doing. Yeah. They're going to feed on you. So definitely Welcome to the Jungle is on the list of songs yeah. that remind me of open mics. For sure. This next one is uh, very common for new jokes or new performers. It's Simon and Garfunkel's. The sounds of silence. <laughs> yes. There is nothing more terrifying oh, gosh. than delivering what you thought was hilarious and almost even laughing yourself at how brilliant it was, and then the crowd just stares. Yeah. And and welcome to eternity of staring and silence. It can feel like a lifetime. You know, one I think more established performers aren't afraid of silence. They know that you've at least got the audience's attention. Yeah. You know, what's worse than silence to me is if, you know, it happens sometimes at a restaurant gig or a bar gig where they've, you know, the back half of the room is lost because they can't hear you anymore. Right. The sound system wasn't good and they kind of taper off. I, mumbling is way worse than silence. Oh, no. Silence Silence to me, you've got their attention. It's a great opportunity to, boom, lay oh, something down. Yeah. Uh, but si- the silence is uh, something not to be afraid of. Yeah. But to well, be aware of. I think, yeah, you're aware of it. And then I think... I had to learn to just just keep talking. Just just don't stop. Don't stop for too long cuz that's I'm not not in general but but if it's if it's quiet just keep moving. Don't panic. Don't panic cuz right. they'll see that they can see the whites of your eyes. They can see that panic and then it's over. Yeah. If there's natural pauses you should have in yeah, your yeah, act yeah. as you go through it, but sometimes you are you're going too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of times you could pause for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not down. talking about like those kind of pauses. I'm talking like you drop that joke it didn't work don't pause for too long or else you'll get in your own head and you'll never be able to restart and you'll right. just start crying yeah sometimes i'll actually if i'm doing a new joke and i get the silence i'll let it ring out a little bit longer and say for more on that punchline visit awkwardsilence.com <laughs> yeah for all of your awkward joke needs you know yeah. something just to acknowledge that it was a clunker the, yes yeah but, you know, they know so you might as well alone they definitely know <laughs> One thing that you may not know when you first start out is how important it is to stick with your time limit. Uh-huh. You know, if they say five, you've heard me on the podcast before if you've listened, but like, you know, do four forty five, you're fine. Do four and a half minutes, that's fine. Do five oh one, yeah. And they're getting ready to come up there and yank the mic out of your yeah. hand. It's it's one of those things you don't know when you first start. And a lot of comics get up there the first time and they're rambling and they're doing their set and they don't even know to check their watch or didn't yeah. bring a watch or realize there's no clock in the room. They don't know where to look, they don't know yeah. So you need to, you know, you need to practice your set out a little bit before you go in there and kind of roughly know, you know, with, within a minute how long your talk is going to be right, when yeah. you hit the stage. Yeah. And if not, man, it's like, does anybody know what time it is? That Chicago song really. <laughs> I asked the guy, he said what time it was there on his watch. Yeah. And he said, do, do. Does anybody, I, I, you see comics actually yell it out sometimes, well, how much time have I got left? How are we doing on time? Yeah. That's your job. You've got 45 minutes left. <laughs> Stay up there. Yeah. 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 You haven't even started. Yeah. Uh, start with the funny stuff. So, yeah, that, that came to mind. And then truly, it's kind of a game of survival. Yes. Right? 
if it's a jungle and you got to survive and that old is it Gloria Gaynor Oh, I will survive. <laughs> I remember the cake version. The band Cake yeah, covered it. That's the only version that's in my head now. And that's a killer version. That's a you great version. You guys haven't version. heard that yeah. one, man. I'll link all these in the show notes maybe to a video or something. Yeah. But I will survive. It's, it's about finishing your time, finding something that worked while you're up there for a right. few minutes, and riding it out. Yes. You can not You can <laughs> bail, but if you bail, it's going to be really Ooh. hard to get back on stage again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it's not going great, but you're getting some traction, yeah, it you got to survive, man. Yeah, you got to fight. I love that. I'm back on my feet. That's how it door. feels. It does feel because like I, you sort of feel like everything is against you. You're fighting, you know, and then sometimes you don't even hear the laughs because you're so you're trying to survive and you don't hear anything that's going on. You're you're just trying to work through it and survive. And and then at the end, you're like. Oh God! Like I, I did survive. But if you stop in the middle or just leave, or to me, the other thing is don't not going back. Some mm-hmm. people don't go back. Go go back. Do it again. Like try again. You know, that's surviving too. You know, yeah. That's, I, I wish there was like some statistics on how many people have only tried an open mic once, once, and never yeah. went back because yeah. they weren't prepared or it wasn't what they expected. Yeah, because they didn't see it as the, the gym. Like right. what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. And also, I wonder how many people think just going up once crosses it off their bucket list as opposed yeah. to be like, I did it one time. I think, yeah. But did you even do it? Right. Or are you just up there, like, treading water, surviving? Yeah. And when you're in that survival mode, you really don't notice what else is going on. You're just, you're just focused on the next thing. Yeah. Like, I get in that mode, like, uh, I just had a little vacation trip with my buddy, my little kid, and... It's almost like with that, with the schedule of getting back to the airport. Yeah. Like in the car, I could be tired or my back could be hurting, but I, I've got to nail this three hour drive or else we're not going to get on the plane. Right. As soon as you get to the airport, that stress goes. And now I've got to get us through security so that yes. we get to, the, now I've got to get us not past security, but down the terminal. we got to make visual contact with the gate. Yeah. Now I can relax. Yeah. Okay. Man, the drive was all, you know, then you reflect back yeah, on it. Absolutely. And so recording your set's very handy. We did a performance class last night and one of the ladies that took it. Uh, shot me an email today, and she goes, oh, my gosh, I just listened back to it. I, I didn't know I was going that fast. <laughs> just no, speaking that fast? Or, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you were in survival mode. You were getting up there and doing it for the first time. Yeah. And now that, that's gone. You don't have to worry about that next time. Right. You know, but you also can't really assess the situation while you're in survival mode. It's so tough. You can't hear. It's like blinders. It's like when a horse goes crazy. It's like there's just blinders on you. You're just going nuts. Which is funny that you say it's like blinders because oh, that's no. our next song title by Mantford Man Band, blinded by the light. <laughs> when you really? go too long, they're going to flash a light, right? And so, uh, so if funny. you get to the point where it's blinking, I was at the Cleveland Improv once, and the headliner was just going over, and they brought out the light. There's candle in the back of the room, you know, right. waved it in a little semicircle so they could see it. Didn't acknowledge it. They went and got two lights. He did two. Then he got like the other waiters and waitresses to come out, and they all held up candles, oh, and the guy no. still didn't see it. Oh, so then they actually gosh. they did a parade right across the stage with the candles, and the guy goes, "Oh, I'm oh, over my time." Like, dude, thirty minutes ago, let's go. Like, gosh. the bouncers aren't getting paid overtime. Yeah. Oh no. You know, oh lord. It One of those the, guys that like, carry them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I've seen that too. Um, seen some weird things. Yeah. I remember That's one time so at the uh, hilarities in Cleveland. There was a great comic back in the day who had a lot of run-ins with the law, Yeah, shall we say. <laughs> and But he was hilarious. Right. Like one of the best comics of all time back then. And he was on stage, and I was – I think I had been there earlier for the open mic and stuck around for the regular show. 
And this is when the hilarity is in Cleveland was in this big old warehouse. I mean, I think there was 450 seats in there oh, or something. Wow. It was okay. huge. That's big, yeah. And it was a great, great, great club back in the day. And they were Frankie Bastille is the guy's name. Oh, okay. So I'm sure some of you guys listening remember Frankie. Uh, and the cops came in to arrest him, and there was a, a warrant out for his arrest. But the cops got there, and like after five minutes, they were just laughing so hard. They're like, we're going to let this guy do his time. <laughs> and so they waited <laughs> for him to do some respect. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and then I think they kind of walked to the edge of the stage, one on each side, because there was two exits off the stage, yeah. two steps, to make sure that he didn't get past him. And I then like Frankie that. looked down and saw him and he goes, looks like I'm going to do a little extra time tonight, <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. And he did like an extra 30 That's minutes. so funny. And the cops just let him finish it out, and the club owner was cool with it, but then he was hauled off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But he, he, had, I mean, he had so many great jokes. One of my, I just remember, favorites was how, he had a whole joke about how cigarettes saved his life. Right. And he was driving one day, and he dropped his pack of cigarettes or his lighter in the passenger side across the, you know, yeah. the seat there. So he reached down to get it, and at that point... He was hit by another car, and had he been up, his head would have gone through the windshield. But right. by reaching down for a cigarette, it saved his <laughs> life. It's something like that. But he had a lot of things where he would turn the the, the current, common, accepted situation completely in reverse. Uh, around, yeah. And so instead of cigarettes killing you, it saved his life. Right. Um, so, so, yeah, that was one case where he like that. didn't see the light, didn't need to see the light. He was going to be hauled off to jail either way. Yeah, here, so, sometimes they'll do it with, uh, like, here, the kind of, in one of the places they do it with a phone. They'll say, you know, hey, I'm going to turn my phone light towards you. And so you, <laughs> the times I've been up, that thing could not have come sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, that thing is you're like, oh, God, I finished. Oh, thank God. Uh, that's my time. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> when I'm on stage now, I, sometimes I wear a watch. It depends on the type of gig I'm doing and how worried they are about the time. Yeah. Um, but I know I'm going to always do my time. I usually now bring my phone and record the set, mm-hmm. and I have it there on the stool so I can look down and see how long the recording yeah. is. And it but you also up. have the experience to know sort of how long – when you're speaking right. how long it is new people no you, clue you may think you do you do not know it it will either be 15 seconds that feels like three minutes or it will be three minutes but you actually did 12 you know right it's <laughs> if you've never done an open mic and you're thinking about it before you even worry about writing jokes um just go stand somewhere with a stopwatch and set the, or a back down count a counter yeah. timer for five minutes and just talk for five minutes about anything you want. You don't even worry about being funny, and yeah. you'll see how long five minutes is. <laughs> and then go fill that five minutes in with material. Yeah, and then do it in front of people. Yeah, so when you hear people say, I've got a good five minutes, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. A five-minute set is an accomplishment. To get 12 more of those to get an hour is a feat. Yeah, you know? for sure. But you know, five minutes is nothing to laugh at. When you first start, if they say you got five minutes, don't think it's not much because it's, it's quite I'd a bit. I'd kill for a good five minutes. Yeah, I mean, a, a good... <laughs> quality comic is going to hit 30 to 40 or maybe 50 laughs in that five minutes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So uh, you know, hopefully you get a couple when you first yeah. start out, or else you'll be blinded by the light earlier than you expect. Yeah. And if that happens to you, uh, probably what happened was you rambled on. Yeah. Little Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> the old rambled on song. There's a lot of times you see... You can't really hit that uh, that voice. It's so high Neither and so can crazy. He. Yeah, no. He's holding the microphone out to the audience now. Yeah. Rambled on. Yeah. Don't go away. <laughs> yeah, it's too high to get up there. But um, yeah, it's amazing. The longer you do it, and hopefully the longer you do it, the easier it is for you to notice how many unnecessary words are on stage. And mm-hmm. somebody's like, "Why are they using ten sentences to set up something that is? I hate my job." Yeah. You know, it's why are you rambling? When you first start out, you're trying to fill your time so you don't realize it. But if you want to get really serious about the stand-up thing, man, it's a um, short setup. Punch, punch, punch. Yes. Another setup. Punch, punch, punch. That's my that's my Achilles it's heel. Kind of where you're at. Yeah, you gotta, that's right. And I'm trying to work those things 
together. Sometimes I even have the thought, like, is there a way for me to mix the premise and the punchline into the same words, like, you know, so short that it all makes sense and that's i guess that's the key to good writing but or knowing that knowing if you can do that right but it it's tough that part is very tough especially tough for me yeah you do like to ramble (laughs) i know i like to talk fast you like to ramble yeah between us we wonder if anybody's still listening (laughs) so do your you do your open mic you have certain expectations and you you might fall short which brings us to the rolling stones tune you can't always get what you want (laughs) which it's never exactly as you envision it yeah i can say that after 20 whatever years it is that's true i'll i'll see a room i'm like oh this is going to go this certain way uh and usually i don't know i used to sandbag the show in my mind before i went in like this has no chance to succeed yeah okay and then it's a great show yeah uh, I've since learned that's not the best way to approach it all the time. <laughs> so, because uh, if, if it starts to not be a great show, and it's like, well, I knew it was not going to be great. Right. But uh, I've learned from a buddy of mine who just, he told me what, before he goes on show on a, on the stage, he's like, this is going to be the best show you've ever had. You're funny tonight. You're well-rested. Your mind is clear. You're ready to hit these people with what they need to hear. Yeah. And it's re- it's an affirmation. And so you walk out on stage, and you're like, you're in the mode of being great. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what, yeah. Whereas I'd be back, and like, Lord, please let yeah. me not get killed or have a heart attack. <laughs> this lady seems really nice that hired me. I don't want to disappoint her. Yeah, that's more what's going through my head is <laughs> until it's over. And then when it's over, it's like, hopefully I can find one thing that I liked. That's what I norm- That's what I usually... If you take away one nugget of improvement every single time, it's just a matter of how many times you're going to get up to yes, get great. yeah. You know, so you, you can't always get what you want. Uh, and that also comes into play with, I think everybody out there would love to go seventh or eighth in a, in a field of 15 comics right. when the crowd is warmed up but not worn out. Yeah. And we've talked about it on other podcasts, I think even on the Stretch podcast, about volunteer to go up first, volunteer to go up last, volunteer to go up after somebody just smoked the room and yeah. don't think anybody can get more last than that. So you get good exercise at trying to follow those situations. Yeah. But you can't always get the spot you want. And especially at the open mic thing, because you won't know even you won't even know before you get there what sometimes what the sign up process is like. Like when you show up at some of these open mics, you had you didn't know you had to be there yesterday to sign up for something mm-hmm. in some places, right? Or, or last week, or last week, or on an email list of some sort, or whatever. Yeah, or the, their sort of rating system of oh well, we throw the other people who were the extras from last week on the on the list first, so now you're twenty fifth. Right. It's like don't just go like oh well, I guess I can't do well, so I won't sign up. Right. Just do it. Just go. Yeah, and know that you're going to be there for a while. Yeah. And know that you should stay for the entire show, even if you went up first and you got things to do and people to see and babies to tuck in. Yeah. Uh, If you go to an open mic, be there for the whole thing. Yeah. Because you are part of the crowd for the other comics, too. Definitely. And they they can see you and they know when you're walking out. (laughs) Yes. Which brings us, Gavin Miller, up to our next song perfectly. You're not even looking at my list here. I'm not, really. Is the Is the song, one of my favorite songs of all time and one of the first ones I taught my son, the Clash, Should I Stay or Should, Should I go? go? Yes. Man, when I was in high school, I was in high school between 86 and 90, and there were a few bands that I really listened to, but nobody had a... My, it's just my favorite. The Clash just nailed it. They, mm-hmm. I like the sound. I like the topic, the the, the lyrics. They, yeah. were, they were always meaningful songs, even though they were kind of like a, a rebellious group. They, were, they had a point to their songs. Yeah, it was a mix of aggressive, fun, 
and a point. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounded great and it rocked out. So should I stay or should I go? There's times when you're on stage where you're like, okay, maybe I should just cut the bait, get back in the boat. You mean when you're getting close to closing? Or? No, there's times where you're like, I should bail. I'm not helping this show. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, either way plays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my scenario, I'm thinking like, okay, I've given them what they wanted. I got, like in a good, let's say a good situation. Right. Uh, say a full show you're doing a whole hour or even. There's times where I'm like, okay, I hit the 55-minute mark. That was a huge laugh. I could leave right now, but I've got a couple other things I know they're going to like too. Right. You, you have that conversation with yourself sometimes. Like, should I, you know, you want to leave them wanting more. I mean, but you feel like hey, I'm feeling good. Yeah. And but well, here's what I've learned over the past few years for me is if I do give them everything I've got and uh-huh. they want me to come back next year, I gave them everything I had. Right. And right, so right. I usually will hold off a couple of a closers little. if okay. I think there's a potential to coming back or repeating at the gig. Yeah. Uh, and this is different. I'm talking about corporate gigs. If you're at a comedy club, you know you got to know whether you have time to ex- extra time to be up there or if it's really strict on time like right. we talked yeah. about earlier. And bailing though, if it's not going well, is, is an option. You uh, you want to make sure the MC is in the room if you're going to do that. Yeah. And if it's your first time, it doesn't hurt to tell the MC. I have no clue if I'm going to pull off five minutes, so stay close. That's I the first time I went to the open mic. That is exactly what I told. Uh, there's a guy named Brad here who uh, who runs one of them, and I went in there and I just leaned over and I said, uh, "What spot am I in?" And he said, "You know, it's like." 22nd or spot or something and I was like okay and I said just to let you know it's my first time so I don't know you know how long I've got or or if this is going to go well yeah. <laughs> he was like I said so just stay close while, while I'm up there and he was like oh yeah no problem yeah Brad's but, great yeah yeah so Brad he knew he knew exactly so that's but that's a totally fine conversation to have with those people and it totally will show that you know what you're doing as opposed to they would rather know than not know and go to the bathroom and then you panic and leave the stage and no one knows to go up Gavin I can't believe you said that because that leads no. us perfectly into our next <laughs> song title when you said go to the bathroom uh, ooh that smell <laughs> from Leonard Skinner I was going to start with this but oh, I, Lord. I wanted to, to leave something here for later but I don't know what it is about uh, man you can not only smell the place you're in sometimes open mics are just like a last ditch effort from a place to bring in somebody that mm-hmm. night but man they can reek Back yes. in the day, everybody, every place was a smoking establishment, and that, that would get on your nerves if you weren't a smoker. But it's, there's like a, a the, palpable smell, like a tangible... I know what you're talking about. As soon as you sit down in one of those sort of uh, steel tube and leather uh, chairs, Ooh, yeah. you can smell it. it yeah. You sit down on the cushion, and it goes yeah. like that. Yeah. You sort of smell 40 years of farts and cigarette smoke. It's all in there, man. <laughs> yeah. There's no Febreze that's going to knock that no. out. And sometimes, whether it's you on stage or somebody else, it can it can just flat out stink, man. Yeah, like you can not only feel bad for the person, but if they keep going and they they don't realize they should go instead of stay, yeah, you almost um, not only distrust that person, but you have <laughs> an anger towards them that's yes. inexplicable. Like, how do you not know this stinks? This is, yes, and it's not getting better, and right. it never has been good. You yeah. got there for seven minutes out of ten, and it's not going <laughs> to. At, at the three minute mark, you should go to your closer if you think that's got a chance, and then get out. Oh. But man, the the smell of bad comedy it's terrible, and that's when that is really when the the people who have been doing it for a long time and they've they've all taken their hits. That's when they are standing in the back of the room going. 
oh lord this is hilarious now because this person is so out of it that they have no clue they don't even know how bad it is they don't even know how bad this is i'm hoping those people aren't in the back of my room thinking that but maybe not because it is at least in my head that i'm terrible right you know how bad you are (laughs) yeah i know how bad i am i'm bad you're trying to convince them that you're not as bad as you are yeah yeah there are yeah exactly yeah that i think i am yeah that there's but that is so true sometimes you're just sitting there and you start to look around the room like do other people see this and they all do and it's like the only person who doesn't see this is standing on stage right and it's like oh yeah and some it's 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 i don't know which is worse i think it's worse if you realize it than if you don't because if you don't realize it while you're on stage how bad it is at least you you're not thinking about it while you're up there right but if you're all of a sudden <laughs> thinking whoa and I, I have an interview coming up that you guys will hear with a guy who was on stage and invited all his best buddies out and it was the first time he got bumped well, he was emceeing instead of going up like 10th in the show. Right. And he didn't have the MC skills ready. Oh, no. And he invited everybody he knew out, and they were all afraid to look him in the, in the eye. Just, <sighs> but we all have that experience one time or another. Sure. You'll see it at an open mic. You're not going to have 20 comics go up without somebody not being as funny as the other 19. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So yeah. by default, you might be the funniest on other nights, and you get to this one place, and it is not. It's a stinker. <laughs> it's a smell. you got to crack the window. Yeah. And you realize, lastly, Uh-oh. our last tune, that out of 20, you were just another brick in the wall. Yeah. You know, it's a numbers game at an open mic. They just need 20 minutes to fill up a two-hour show. Or it's true. Or 12 comics for an hour or whatever it is. Yeah. And so, good or bad, you filled the need they had that night on stage by being one more brick in the wall. Uh, to me, to, to me, that's the best feeling ever in a, in a weird way because it takes the pressure off of you. You realize, like... They didn't call you and go, hey, Gavin, we really need you to come through on your stupid three-minute spot. Because if you don't, this whole building's going to crash and everybody's going to leave and everybody's going to blame you. It's like, hey, it's just you're another guy. It's We hope you do well. If not, you're just another brick. If not, like, during that just, three minutes, we still sold a sandwich or sold exactly. a drink. Exactly. Yeah, come back next week because we need another brick for this wall. Like It's, it's sort of that, that – to me, that's like – comforting and then if someone then if you stand out as doing well then somebody will say like hey you did a really good job that was great uh but if not you're just you're fine just relax (laughs) you know i like that you took comfort in failure i do i i I failed for three minutes just like they expected me to (laughs) and uh i feel good about it but it takes the pressure off that you're not like the pier block or the cornerstone holding the whole thing together like it takes the pressure off so you can think to Mm -hmm. me i don't know that's why i like I mean, well, you that could, sort of idea. You could run it through that framework easily and say, I just have to carry a twelfth of the load tonight. The other 11 yeah. comics will carry their little piece. Right. And uh, hopefully Especially the whole Especially at the open done. mics and stuff. It's like, that is what you're doing. You, you are. know, you're keeping the you're, you're taking a baton for five yeah. minutes or whatever it is, and keeping it rolling. You're letting the MC get his two minutes in between every one of your three minutes that everyone's right. doing. And then after many years of doing open mics and maybe not progressing and not getting anywhere uh-huh. and realizing it's not for you, <laughs> little BB King breaks out Lu- Lucille and uh, the thrill is gone. Oh, you don't no. continue. You're no longer in the comedy, even think con- yeah. contemplating continuing the comedy career and and that's when you know we got to get out of this place (laughs) (laughs) i hope this isn't personal (laughs) well you know no it's not but there's there does need to be just like how you have your exit strategies with other jobs yeah 
uh, you know, it's weird. Like I, everybody can do what they want to do, but it's it's kind of sad when you see somebody that has done the same three minutes for the past fifteen years. Yes, hasn't got any gigs, and they're just taking up one more space. Right, where that space could be occupied by somebody that's got With more some on the energy. Ball yeah, or wants to take advantage of yeah. the opportunity. Totally. So realize that maybe after a certain time, it's a a little hobby thing that you tried out for a while. Yeah, maybe it didn't really pay off, and that's okay. And it's up to you if you want to keep doing that, but it's okay to cut bait and run. Like I said, just get out of that place. Yeah, or at least at a minimum, look for other other venues, not other venues as in other buildings, but other places. Like maybe you do t- a terrible job at uh, stand-up comedy, but maybe you would do great at radio. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so there's some other things, but like take account of those things as yeah. they're happening. <laughs> do, do something else that is fun. And uh, don't go through that pain for 13 oh. years every other week for no yeah. reason. Or at oh. least change. I mean, yeah, that's true. Go back to that stretch podcast. Find some things you can do to change what get, you're doing. Get yeah. better results. Get a more coach. Success. Get a coach. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we know we probably – as you're listening to this, I know everybody listening. You're thinking, why didn't they say this one? It would be perfect. Yeah. Shoot those to me. Send me an email, uh, Facebook message on the School of Laughs website uh, or the podcast. Whatever you call it, Facebook page, yeah, or schoolflash at gmail.com. <laughs> I'd like to make a more complete list, and maybe we'll uh, follow up with a blog that'll include those as well, so everybody gets their voice in there. But I thought it'd be a kind of a fun way to run That's through cool, what yeah. happens down in an open mic. It feels that way, yeah. And we do now. Got to get out of this place. See yeah. you, Gavin. <laughs> See it. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Last podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolofLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.